Come on, let's give God a big shout of praise once again. Hallelujah. We exalt your name, Jesus. We praise you, God. We love you, Jesus. Bring down your presence today, oh God. We exalt your name, oh God. We exalt your name, oh God. You're so great. Sing together. Splendor of the King. Oh, and majesty. now how great is our God oh sing with me how great in all the world how great is our God one more time you sing how great how great
Lord, more of your presence in our lives. Let's try, class, begin to lift up your hands. Oh God, we worship you.
山，俯视我主我
全心摆上，服侍我主我王。Let's tell the Lord how much we want more of Him. We are not satisfied this morning. 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 We
Not just at the ankle deep of your anointing. Not just at knee deep. Not just at the waist deep. But we want an overflowing of your anointing and the power of the Holy Spirit. That we may have an encounter with you, O God. Jesus, we cry out to you, show us your glory. Show us your glory. Show us your power, oh God. Manifest yourself among us, Jesus. You are the same yesterday, today, and forever. You are our deliverer. You are our savior. Come in your power. Come in your authority. Nothing is too difficult with you. All things are possible with you, O God. If we can believe, we shall see the glory of God. So, Father, we want to see your glory this morning. We give you all the praise, all worship in advance, O God. In the wonderful name of Jesus, we pray. And all God's people shout Amen. 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 Let's give the Lord a big hand. Somebody give him a big shout. Hallelujah. 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 Amen. Well, I know that something good is going to happen in our midst this morning. Amen. So, class, are you ready for the Word of God? Ready for a power encounter? Let's put our hands together once again. Let's welcome Pastor Mike. Hallelujah. Hey. <laughs> how many of you here that how many of you here this morning that uh, weren't here yesterday? You weren't here yesterday. Oh, oh, okay, just a few. Well, welcome. <laughs> Come on, let's give the Lord a great clap and just celebrate him this morning. Wonderful Jesus, we honor you. We thank you for your goodness to us. Pour out your spirit today. Teach us. Help us. Amen. 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 Please be seated. Hello. Hello, Pastor. Good to have us working together. Thank you. Thank you, worship team. That was great.
Well, everyone excited for something to happen today? 你们兴奋吗？今天会有事情发生。Going to be fantastic. 会很棒的。And、uh, we just pick up where we were yesterday and just summarize it. 我们从昨天开始呢，来做一个简介。We shared how Jesus had a purpose to destroy the works of the devil. 我们讲耶稣有目的呢，要毁掉魔鬼的工作。We saw in Acts 10:38, he was anointed by the Holy Ghost. To fulfill that purpose, we looked at Luke 4:18. 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 We It's the life of the spirit that brings the freedom. Because God's water is the life that brings freedom. And then we shared with you how to pray and minister the power of God to one another. So we shared with you how to pray and minister the power of God to one another. And then we shared with you how to pray and minister the power of God to one another. And then we shared with you how to pray and minister the power of God to one another. And then we shared with you how to pray and minister the power of God to one another. And then we shared with you how to pray and minister the power of God to one another. And then we shared with you how to pray and minister the power of God to one another. And then we shared with you how to pray and minister the power of God to one another. And then we shared with you how to pray and minister the power of God to one another. Appreciate those people that were willing to come up and be here in front of people. 真的非常感谢那些人愿意上来呢，站在人家面前。And that's not easy to do that. 很不容易的。And、uh, I just appreciated that you allowed me to minister to you and pray for you on the stage. It was a great help, not just for you, but also for everyone here. 非常感谢你愿意上台来呢，让我来为你祷告。对你来说很好，对大家来说也很有益处。So、uh, a little later on in one of the sessions, I will teach on different doors of entry. How spirits enter people's lives. And it would be a great help for me and for everyone here if、uh, I could have someone to respond after that teaching and come up that I could minister to you in front of people. We don't want to embarrass you in any way, but it's a great help for us to actually see the process of deliverance taking place. Not to make you embarrassed, but to see the process of deliverance taking place. Because we learn by participating, not by just hearing and reading about things. We learn by participating, not by just hearing and reading about things. So the Greek model of learning is all about having knowledge about something. You see, this Hebrew method of learning is always about knowledge. The Hebrew way of learning was to equate knowledge with experience. But the Hebrew way of learning is always about knowledge with experience. So we'll teach from the Word of God. And we'll also illustrate and demonstrate as much as I can. Okay, so why don't we just go back to the Word of God and we'll read in Matthew chapter 12, where Jesus has just cast a demon out. And we want to understand what it is we are dealing with. When we're doing deliverance, we want to understand when we're doing deliverance. 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 We want to understand when we're doing deliverance.
Jesus has just ministered deliverance, and there's a great controversy takes place. And so Jesus said, if I cast out demons by the Spirit of God, then know the kingdom of God is among you. So Jesus equates deliverance, casting out spirits, with a manifestation of the kingdom of God. So we talked about two kingdoms, the kingdom of God, a superior kingdom, the kingdom of darkness of the devil, an inferior kingdom. And we saw in this verse that uh, to do deliverance requires a man works with the Holy Spirit. So you can't do deliverance without making the Holy Spirit your friend and learning how to work with Him. You notice the person casts the spirits out, it's the Holy Ghost gives the power for it to take place. And so you notice that we shared yesterday some simple things that are evident there. Number one, a person must directly confront the evil spirit. We number two, we need sensitivity to the Holy Spirit is required. And number three, faith, I must believe for this to happen when I pray. I've noticed that when you're new and just beginning to do deliverance, that initially demons will refuse to move for you. They want to check out whether you really believe you have the authority. So they will often resist or do nothing initially. You, you need to be quite determined and quite assertive. And uh, so sometimes they will just not respond. And you have to be quite determined. You will push through that resistance and insist on the demon coming out. I've noticed also sometimes demons will protest and rebel against you and try and intimidate you. They will try and frighten you or they'll just refuse. They'll say things like, no, he belongs to me. I will not come out. I've been here a long time. And they argue with you. And so you need to know inside that you have authority and you are going to deal with this demon. It will yield to you. So let's have a look down into, into the same chapter, verse 43 to 45. <coughs> and we want to have a look at just what these demons are and uh, how they operate. When the unclean spirit goes out of a man, he goes through dry places seeking rest but finds none. Then he says, I will return to my house from which I came, and when he comes, he finds it empty, swept, and put in order. Then he goes and takes with him seven other spirits more wicked than himself. They enter and dwell there, and the last state of that man is worse than the first. 
。四十五节便去领带了七个比自己更恶的鬼来，都进去住在那里。那么末的情况比先前更不好了。这些的世代也要如此。So Jesus describes now. Some aspects of the operation of evil spirits. 因此，耶稣形容了邪灵的一些运作方式。And so, I want to draw a list of conclusions that you can get from the scripture. 从这里呢，看到一些结论，你可以了解到的。First of all, the demon is a spirit being. 首先呢，邪灵它是灵。It's a spirit being, not a physical being. 它是灵，不是具体的一个人。Because it's a spirit being, it operates in the spirit world. But seeks to gain access to the physical world. 因此，因为它是灵的话，在灵界里面运行，但要进入到具体自然界里面。Because it's a spirit being, it doesn't die. When a person dies, the demon just leaves it, looks for someone else. 因为它是灵体，一个人死了之后呢，它不会死，它会离开找别的人。So the spirit being, notice it uh, uh, when it's cast out of a person, it goes through dry places. 因此，这灵体呢，当他离开一个人的时候，他去到枯干的地方。So a dry place is a place there's no movement of the Holy Spirit. 无水之地呢，代表是没有圣灵的地方。So demons flee away from the flow of the Holy Spirit. 因此，如果有圣灵的水流呢，邪灵就会离开。They flee away from the anointing. 他们会逃离神的恩膏。Notice another thing. It says that the evil spirit seeks out rest. 而这里说到呢，乌鬼呢，他们寻求安歇之处。So what are they looking for? An evil spirit is looking not for its place to sleep. It's looking for a place it feels comfortable, a place to live. 乌龟找的不是一个睡觉的地方哦，而是一个舒服可以住下来的地方。So where do they seek to live? 他们不管是寻求要住下来呢。Well, demons will seek firstly to live inside a person. 他首先会寻求要住在一个人里面。They desire to gain entrance to a person. 他们要进入一个人里面。They want to enter their life. And control and manipulate their life. They want to enter a person's life and manipulate their life. Secondly, demons can occupy buildings. 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 You're aware there's a spirit in the house. Sometimes, 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 Sometimes uh, spirits will live in a building. Sometimes they may occupy an area of land, particularly if there was bloodshed. Demons can come into animals. And we saw a, a scripture in Luke 8 where demon, demons were cast out of a man, they entered into pigs, and the pigs committed suicide. But primarily, demons seek to find a person to gain access to. But 主要他们找的是要进入人的里面。God seeks to put His spirit in us and walk in a love relationship with us, expressing His life. 而神要把圣灵放在我们里面，让我们透过爱的关系来表达他的爱。Demons seek to enter our life to frustrate that plan and express their own nature through us. 而神要进入我们的里面呢，来挫折神的计划，透过我们来表达他们自己。Then he says, "I will return to my house from which I came." He just said, "I will return to my house from which I came." So demons have a personality. You see, they have a mind. They can think. They have thoughts. 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 They have th
Sounds like a Terminator, doesn't it? <laughs> 听起来像是那个终极战士一样。我要回来，我会回来。I'll be back. 我会回来。So he says. So demons can speak. 因为邪灵可以说话。They are able to speak and speak words. 他们可以说出话来。And I have found that wherever I go, whatever country I go into. They all know what I speak. They all know what I speak. They all know what I speak. So I don't have to learn another language to cast out demons. So I don't have to learn another language to cast out demons. So I don't have to learn another language to cast out demons. So I don't have to learn another language to cast out demons. So I don't have to learn another language to cast out demons. So I don't have to learn another language to cast out demons. So I don't have to learn another language to cast out demons. So I don't have to learn another language to cast out demons. So I don't have to learn another language to cast out demons. Through someone who knew no English. Satan 曾经透过一个完全不懂英语的人呢，用非常清楚的英语呢，对我说话。I was uh, my daughter was uh, with me in one missions trip uh, in Indonesia. 我的女儿呢，跟我一起去印尼宣教。And there was she prayed for this woman. 她为这个女人祷告。And the woman spoke in a man's voice. 这个女人用男人的声音说话哦。I hate you. I want to kill you. 我恨你，我要杀了你。But this woman knew no English. This woman didn't know English. It was a demon speaking through her. Is the demon speaking through her? So demons can communicate. They can speak. So demons can communicate. They can speak. They have a will and they decide. They make choices. They have a will and they decide. They make choices. They have a will and they decide. They make choices. So they have a memory. They remember where they were and what they were doing. If they have memories, they can remember where they were and what they were doing. Another thing a demon is a legalist. They are legalists. You notice what he calls the person my house. The Bible says your body is your house. That's where you live. And when you invite Jesus Christ into your life, you become the temple of the Holy Spirit. He lives in there because you've invited him in. When you invite Jesus into your life, your body becomes the temple of the Holy Spirit. But demons are legalists. But demons are legalists. That means they know the law. That means they know the law. And they claim a right to be in your life. They claim a right to be in your life. They claim a right to be in your life. They claim a right to be in your life. They claim a right to be in your life. They claim a right to be in your life. They claim a right to be in your life. They claim a right to be in your life. They claim a right to be in your life. They claim a right to be in your life. They claim a right to be in your life. They claim a right to be in your life. They claim a right to be in your life. They claim a right to be in your life. They claim a right to be in your life. They claim a right to be in your life. They claim a right to be in your life. They claim a right to be in your life. They claim a right to be in your life. They claim a right to be in your life. They claim a right to be in your life. They claim a right to be in your life. They claim a right to be in your life. They claim a right to be in your life. They claim a right to be in your life. They claim a right to be in your life. But the natural world operates on physical laws. But the natural world operates on physical laws. The spirit world operates on spiritual laws. So demons know that when the laws of God are broken, they have a right to go into heaven. So when the laws of God are broken, they have a right to go into that place. So when the laws of God are broken, they have a right to go into that place. So when the laws of God are broken, they have a right to go into that place. So when the laws of God are broken, they have a right to go into that place. So when the laws of God are broken, they have a right to go into that In, there's a scripture in in the book of Luke where it says this. It's in Luke chapter three in the temptations of Jesus. And the devil is tempting Jesus and shows him all the kingdoms of the world. And he offers him the kingdoms of the world and he says they have been delivered over to me. How did the kingdoms of the world get delivered over to the devil? It happened when God's representative Adam sinned and violated the law of God. When you sin, 
you yield to uh, to the power of darkness. break the law of God. And you open a doorway for spirits to have access to your life. So a little later we will identify some of the major ways that people open their life for a spirit to come in. And you understand this is about law. It's about matters of law. You break the law, you actually have a punishment. And God set that in place. He said, the soul that sins shall die. So when we break the laws of God, we open the possibility for spirits to come into our life. They observe you and see what you do. Let's have a look what else it says. He says, I will return to my house from which I came. In other words, like the Terminator, he says, I'll be back. And when he comes, he finds it. So after a person has been delivered, the demons can relocate that person again. Demons have a communication network. Just like we have the internet, it's invisible, you can't see it, but you can connect right across the world. Demons have their own version of that. And can connect with one another, exchange information, and they can find exactly where you are. So you can't run away. You can't hide from the spirit world. We think when we relate to people that we can conceal most of what we're like from the other person. But that's not so in the realm of the spirit. In the realm of the spirit, you are open and exposed. So when I look at her, I see what appears to be substance. And the real person is hidden from me. So the real person is clothed with the body. And because I can only see physically, I can only see the external, I can't see the internal. But from the realm of the spirit, when demons or God looks at a person, they can see right through the body like it's transparent and see the real person. So we can conceal ourselves from one another but from the spirit world, we are absolutely open and exposed. So a demon can see your spiritual condition. Can see if there are fractures in your soul, in your life, or places they can enter. You just can't hide. There's nowhere to hide. You are visible. So from the eternal realm, the body is like a vapor, and the real person is the spirit man and soul within. And that makes sense, because the Bible says in 2 Corinthians 4, that that which is seen is temporal, that which is unseen is eternal. 
。而圣经就说零后四章呢，那可见的是短暂的，那不见的呢是永恒的。So the point is this: you are visible to the spirit world. 因此呢，我要讲的是，在灵界里面，你们是可见的。But not from the spirit world. You can let people hide what you are not. But in the spirit world, you can't. They know about your background and they know about what you are doing currently. They observe and watch. 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 They observe So once we become a spirit-filled, born-again, spirit-filled person, we can know people after the spirit. 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 We can know people To face situations in life, you can enter into the spirit realm and receive God's resources to face life's situations. Notice when the demon comes, he finds it empty, swept, and put in order. You see, when the demon comes, he finds it empty, swept, and put in order. You see, when the demon comes, he finds it empty, swept, and put in order. You see, when the demon comes, he finds it empty, swept, and put in order. You see, when the demon comes, he finds it empty, swept, and put in order. You see, when the demon comes, he finds it empty, swept, and put in order. You see, when the demon comes, he finds it empty, swept, and put in order. You see, when the demon comes, he finds it empty, swept, and put in order. You see, when the demon comes, he finds it empty, swept, and put in order. You see, when the demon comes, he finds it empty, swept, and put in order. They work together to increase bondage in a person's life. You notice also demons vary in levels of wickedness. And they desire to enter in as a group to increase their bondage. So when you're doing deliverance, it's helpful if you realize there may be more than one spirit present. Yesterday, when I was praying to deliver a girl, we we talked about the issue of idolatry. We talked about the issue of idolatry. And I asked a few questions. I asked a few questions. And then I began to stand against the spirit of idolatry. I began to stand against the spirit of idolatry. But as I got into the flow of commanding the spirit, I was able to discern there were two other spirits there. One was the spirit of bitterness and another spirit of death. And so when I confronted them and named them, you remember they began to scream out. So the question is, how did I know that they were there? Well, I really didn't. I actually just listened to God and then spoke what I felt God said. Because remember, with your natural eyes, you can only see the natural person. So to know what's happening inside, you need revelation. You need to listen to the Holy Spirit to know what you need to address. So in working in deliverance, we need to be sensitive to the Holy Spirit. Listening for what He says. So the moment I confronted that spirit, it began to scream out. Then I confronted the spirit of death. It also began to scream out. So when we're doing deliverance, we need to be listening to the voice of the Holy Spirit all the time. 
所以我要敏锐于圣灵的感动我要懂得如何来承认他了解知道他在哪里 Here's some word pictures. A demon is like a parasite. Parasite feeds off someone. A demon is like a spiritual terrorist. You can't see it and suddenly it erupts in a person's life. It's like an alien invader. You know that movie Aliens, you know. <laughs> Parasite got inside the person. And eventually destroyed their life. So the demon is like that. And you don't always know that it's there. Unless you discern it by spirit, discerning a spirit, or recognize it by just questions. All right then. Now I want to have a look at another area now. And uh, I want us to go into uh, Acts chapter 19. Many people are afraid of this whole area of deliverance. So I want to just share with you something around the area of your authority to deliver people. And uh, here's what was raised before me in a question in one place I went. And it was, uh, you know, well, if you get doing deliverance, will demons attack you? <laughs> demons attack you even if you don't do deliverance. <laughs> but when you do deliverance, you do engage some new challenges. And yet, this is part of Jesus' ministry. So, firstly, I want us to look at a, at a story in the Bible where people try to follow a method. So, here it is. Don't rely on the method, rely on the Holy Ghost. Don't rely on the method. Rely on the Holy Ghost. Don't rely on your past experience. Rely on the Holy Ghost. So if you're going to learn something, rely on the Holy Ghost. No one taught me to do deliverance. The Holy Ghost taught me. Because I just found myself in situations where I had to Rely on the Holy Ghost. And that's the life God wants us to live, relying on the Holy Ghost. Okay. So, <coughs> if you get involved in deliverance, will the demon attack you? Well, he may try to. Heaps of them try. But somehow they've never managed. And uh, we'll share a little bit about that in a moment. Let's just look at the story in Acts chapter 
所以你为一些布来祷告这是呢,保罗在释放方面呢,他非常的成功。And and the evil spirit answered and said, Jesus I know and Paul I know, who are you? And the man in whom the evil spirit was leapt on them, overpowered all seven of them, prevailed against them, ripped off their clothes, beat them up, and they ran out of the house naked and wounded. 十六节二鬼走父的人就跳到他们身上 <laughs> 反正在以弗所的无论是犹太人是希腊人都知道这事也都惧怕主耶稣的名从此就尊大了。My wife has been up ministering in Cambodia.我的太太呢去柬埔寨服侍。And there was a situation just like that happened in Cambodia.有这样的一个情况在柬埔寨发生了。We had been teaching and training people in deliverance.我们教导人家来做释放。And it was very effective.啊真的是非常有效。And some people saw how effective it was.有些人就看到哎这个服侍很有效。tried to copy the method. And they had exactly the same experience. They were beaten up, their clothes torn off, and they ran down the road. <laughs> so, let's go into the story and find out what's happening. You notice here that there were people called exorcists. Now, I am not an exorcist. I'll tell you what an exorcist is. An exorcist is a person who uses a formula for casting demons out and uses charms, prayers, rituals. The word means literally to extract an oath. 
。这个法师呢的意思呢，就是要把一个东西给拿出来。To make the demon promise to leave. 让这个邪灵呢答应他要离开。So an exorcist is someone who uses methods or rituals. To try and get rid of demons. 一只法师呢是使用方式或者礼仪呢，要把这些鬼给赶走。And notice these ones were vagabond; they weren't <coughs> committed or located in any area. They just travelled around trying to make money from this area of、uh, exorcism. 你看这些人，他们不是留在一个地方，而是透过做法术呢，他们到不同的地方呢来赚钱。So we are not exorcists; we are ministers of God. 因此，我们不是做法师哦，我们是神的仆人。We minister deliverance. 我们是来服侍教人得释放。Using not our power, but exercising authority as the representative of Jesus Christ. 我们用的不是我们的能力，而是代表耶稣基督使用他的能力。I was interviewed by a newspaper in New Zealand at one time. 有一次呢，新西兰就有个报章，他们来访问我。And they wanted to try and put this label exorcist on me. 他们想要说我是做法师。I said no. 我说不是啊。We just represent Jesus Christ and speak on His behalf. 我们是代表耶稣基督来为他说话。But they were quite fixed that you have to be an exorcist to cast out demons. 他们很坚持啦，如果你可以赶鬼的话，你一定是法师。And that it involves crosses and holy water. 一定呢要有十字架，还有圣水。So when their magazine came out, 是那个杂志呢刊登出来之后 ，they taken a photo of me preaching. 他们拍到呢我在讲到的一个照片。And I was standing something like this. 我站了一个姿势是这样子的。And they photoshopped a cross. 他们就把一个十字架放在里头，有没有用 Photoshop? Because they were convinced that's how it happens. 他们很确认一定是这样子的。I told them you've been watching too many movies. 我说你们看电影看太多了啦。That's not how it works. 不是这样子的。Actually, it's speaking in the name of Jesus Christ. 而且是奉耶稣的名来说。Authority. 来操练你的权柄。Anyway, what was the problem here? 因此，这里的问题在哪里呢 ？Well, you notice the first thing in verse thirteen. 你看十三节。They took it upon themselves. They were presumptuous. 你看他们擅自，代表他们擅自妄为。They presumed to do something they had no authority to do. 他们擅自做一个他们没有权柄做的事情。They were presumptuous. 他们是擅自妄为的。They took it on themselves. 他们自己擅自来做。We're not presumptuous. 我们不是擅自妄为。We are apostolic. 我们是有使徒性的。We are sent by God. 我们是神所差派出去的。There's a big difference. 这里差别很大。If someone sends you, 如果一个人差派你的话 ，and you just go by yourself. 而你自己去。So they were presumptuous. They took it on themselves to do something they were never authorized to do. So they had no spiritual authority. They had no authority to act as a representative of Jesus Christ. Remember, we talked about authority being a delegated legal right to represent someone. 你这么讲代表，代表说呢，你是被委派呢，有权柄来代表一个人。So, one, they were presumptuous. 首先，他们擅自妄为。Two, they had no authority to act. 二，他们没有权柄这么来做。And in the realm of the spirit, you must have authority. 而在灵里面呢，你必须要有权柄。Thirdly, they had no relationship with Jesus Christ. 第三，他们与耶稣基督没有关系。We command you to come out by Jesus that Paul is preaching about. 我奉保罗所传的耶稣呢，赐领你们出来。So they had no relationship with Jesus Christ. They had no relationship with Jesus Christ. 
And finally, the last thing is they copied Paul's method. See? So they saw that, that Paul preached Jesus and commanded in Jesus' name. See? And they tried to copy it. If you look in Acts chapter 16 and verse uh, 18, there's a woman with a spirit of divination. And Paul, greatly annoyed, turned and said to the spirit, I command you in the name of Jesus Christ, come out of her. So they saw his method and tried to copy it. We command you by Jesus who Paul preaches. We command you by Jesus who Pastor Mike preaches. This is no authority. Now, notice what the evil spirit said. The evil spirit answered, Jesus I know. Paul I know. Who are you? <laughs> it's not good when they say that. And uh, in, the, in the language in the Bible there, it says this. Jesus I know. That word is the word gnosko, to have a deep, personal, intimate knowledge of this person. In other words, the demon says, Jesus, I know who he is. said, Paul, I know. That means, uh, that's a different word. And it means, I'm acquainted with him. Or he's been brought to my attention. So now you understand the demon is saying something like this. <coughs> I have a, a, a knowledge of who Jesus Christ is. I know he's the Son of God. And yeah, I've been hearing what Paul has been up to. Everyone around here on the demonic internet is hearing what Paul has been doing. He's been messing us up big time. So Paul, I'm aware of him. I've never met him personally. But Jesus, whoa, we all know about him. You understand? Then he says, who are you? Who are you? No authority. I, I had a friend of mine was ministering in a camp, Presbyterian camp. And deliverance was starting to take place. And uh, one man sort of tentatively put his hand on this man and the demon said, Who are you? And he said, I'm the chairman of the camp committee. He had no understanding that chairmen have no authority. Except maybe over the camp. <laughs> In the realm of the spirit, your authority flow is a delegated flow. It comes from someone to you. So authority in the spirit is always delegated. And are very aware of delegated authority. They recognize authority. In the realm of the kingdom of darkness, there are hierarchies of spirits. 
有不同的灵，有不同的阶层。Paul talks about it in Ephesians six. 保罗在以弗所书六章提到了。Ranks of different demons. 有不同邪灵的一个职位。Right down to just the ordinary day-to-day demons. 到了一般的每日的一些邪灵。邪灵啊。So there are ranks. 因此，他们有不同的一个学位，对于国家，在国家之上，在领域之上，区域，在城市之上，在区域的一些地方。以及呢是，以及呢一些在天上的一些邪灵。So they are structured in a chain of command. 因此，他们有这样的一个架构，有不同的命令。They recognize levels of authority. 他们可以承认呢，有不同权柄的一些层次。Larger demons punish the smaller ones if they don't do exactly what they're told. 那些大鬼呢会惩罚一些小鬼，如果他们不这么做的话。So demons are always in a kingdom full of fear and darkness, but respect authority. 所以邪灵一直在这样恐惧的一个国度里面。The kingdom of God is also designed around authority. 而神的国度呢，也是靠着权柄呢而设计的。The angels exist in different ranks of authority. 天使呢，他们也有不同的权威。And the authority, all authority, comes from God. 但所有的权柄来自于神。Authority is a legal right to rule. 权柄呢是一个合法的一个权利，可以来掌控。So demons have a legal right to operate where there's sin and darkness. 因此，有罪跟黑暗的地方呢，邪灵他们就有权利可以来运行。Until the day that right is removed from them, and the kingdom of God fills all. 直到呢这个权利除去，神的国度充满一切。So in the kingdom of God, 在神的国度里面呢 ，the authority I have is a delegated authority. 我拥有的权柄呢是委派给我的权柄。So if you are going to operate in the realm of deliverance, 如果要在灵里面来运行的话，释放里面 ，get a good understanding of delegated authority. 你必须要了解什么是委派的权柄 ，and the importance of submitting to authority. 顺服于权柄的一个重要性。So, for example, the Bible says rebellion is as the sin of witchcraft. 实际上呢，悖逆呢，这个巫术的罪是一样的。Rebellion is resisting authority. 悖逆呢，是你来抵挡权柄。So, in in Romans chapter thirteen, in the first few verses, 罗马书十三章的前面几个经文 says that in the natural world there are authorities that God has set in place. 他说自然界里面的神放一些人在权在权位的有做政府的。There's a civic authority. There is authority in the family. There is authority in the church. And there is authority in the workplace. And authority is always connected to the realm of responsibility you have. The more you are responsible for, the greater authority you need to manage it. One of the most important things is to recognize and respond to authority. 最重要的是呢，你要承认并且来回应在权威的。In Romans 13, 罗马书十三章 ，it tells us that authorities are the ministers of God. 他说呢，那些在权威的呢是神的服侍人。So if I respect authority, 如果我尊敬他们的话 ，I am respecting God who delegated that right and role to them. 
我的信任要承认那在权位的，并且立刻来降服。我要了解什么是权柄。我要了解什么是权柄。我要了解什么是权柄。我要了解什么是权柄。我要了解什么是权柄。我要了解什么是权柄。我要了解什么是权柄。我
Not so they could just have wonderful experiences. Preach the gospel, heal the sick, cast out demons. It's the clear intention of Jesus that those who follow him should first be with him. Being with him is a crucial part of learning how to flow with his spirit, learning how to walk with him, and having authority to cast demons out. Now let's have a look over in Luke Chapter 9. In Luke chapter 9, he called his 12 disciples together and gave them a power and authority over all demons and to cure diseases and sent them to preach the kingdom of God and to heal the sick. So, this is the first phase of Jesus commissioning his apostles. Notice the same three things. Preach the gospel, heal the sick, cast out demons. And so they went out and that's what they did. Now I want you to have a look in Luke chapter 10 and verse 1. After these things, the Lord appointed another 70 also and sent them two by two to his, before his face to every certain place he himself would go. Verse 17. Then the seventy returned with joy, saying, Lord, even the demons are subject to us in your name. And he said, I saw Satan fall like lightning from heaven. Behold, I give you authority to trample on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. Notice what he's saying now. Notice this now. The 70 are doing deliverance. First the 12, now 70. And notice what he says, I give you authority to trample or crush under your feet evil spirits. Uh, he said, I give you authority, that's the legal right to represent me. And to trample down serpent scorpions and over all the power, that's supernatural, dunamis power of the enemy. And nothing shall in any wise hurt you. But he said, nevertheless, don't rejoice in the authority you have over demons. Rejoice about your relationship with me and your name written in heaven. Now have a look in Mark chapter 16. Mark 16. Now, this is the gospel, the commission to the gospel. Verse Go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. In verse 17, these signs will follow those who believe. 
and he says, notice he qualifies it. These signs will follow all that believe. So you must believe for the signs to follow. It requires faith to move in this. You must believe that you're not only authorized to share the gospel, you're also authorized to cast out demons and heal the sick. So Jesus extended his authority through his church to go into all of the world and preach the gospel, cast out demons, heal the sick. But you and I need to believe that this is our commission and that we are authorized to do it. Any reason people don't do this is because one, they don't know how. Two, they're afraid of it. Or three, they don't want to because it's messy and demands something of you. It seems strange to me that people select out, well, I'm just called to preach the gospel. But the gospel we preach is about a kingdom. The kingdom is not just words, it's power. To advance that kingdom, there's a need to move in healing and deliverance. This is a part of the Great Commission. Okay, now let me just, I've got a few minutes, let me just share with you the authority that Jesus has. And I want you to understand that Jesus has authority and connected to him, we exercise delegated authority. So firstly, I want you to see what Jesus did at the cross. So we look in uh, Colossians 2, verse 14 and 15. We're looking now at the authority that Jesus has. Colossians chapter 2, verse 13 through to 15. Now, if you understand that sin gave uh, uh, entrance to the demons to start to afflict people, so when Jesus walked on the earth, he demonstrated as a man filled with the Spirit his authority over demons. We tend to look at Jesus, we kind of put him as though somehow he's not human. But when Jesus left heaven, he left all his rights and privileges. 
In other words, he entered this world with no spiritual power. Philippians tell us that he emptied himself. So when Jesus came into the world, he came with no spiritual power or authority. He modeled how a person gets spiritual power and authority. So in Jesus' walk, he demonstrated no supernatural power until after the Holy Ghost came on him at his baptism in the water and the Spirit. And subsequent to his season of prayer and fasting, that was when he demonstrated power. In other words, the power he received was the power of the Holy Spirit. He operated under the authority of the Father, empowered by the Holy Spirit. He said, I never do anything except I hear the Father or see the Father doing it. He was a man under authority empowered by the Holy Spirit. Now, in order to be able to mobilize an army into the world, he needed to deal as a human representative with the authority of the devil. So he had to address all the weapons that the devil would use to enter a person's life. And as a human being representing man, he took some actions to totally break the power of the devil over humanity. So notice what it says. It says, he has made you alive, end of verse 13, he made you alive having forgiven you all your trespasses having wiped out the handwriting of list of requirements that was against us, that was contrary to us, he took it out of the way, having nailed it to the cross, having disarmed principalities and powers, he made a public spectacle of them, triumphing over them in it. 十三年你们从地在过放和未受割裂的若动死了神赦免了你们一切过犯被叫你们以及一同活过来又涂抹了在律上所写攻击我们有爱我们的字句把它撤去钉在十字架上即将一切执政的掌权的掳来明显给众人
of sins that was against us. Notice he said he talks about a list. That's a judicial list. If you break the law and you go to the courts, they read out a list of the charges against you. If someone pays the fine for all of those charges, then the charges now are cancelled, the price has been paid, there's nothing left to resolve. If you had a debt of a million dollars, and someone comes and pays the debt, there's no more debt for you to pay. So Jesus took all of our sins, all of the debt owing because of our sin, and with his life paid the full price for all of that. And so in doing that, he cancelled by his blood the list of sins against us. When he did that, it says he spoiled principalities and powers. In other words, he removed from them the weapons and the armor they had to come against human beings. And then he triumphed over them. Made a public spectacle. So when Jesus rose from the dead, it is a clear evidence that the sacrifice of his life was acceptable and that all sin and the power and penalty of sin has now been cancelled by what Jesus did at the cross. Not only that, in Galatians 3.13, Galatians 3.13, it says, He became a curse for us. Because cursed is the person who dies on the cross. So every curse written in Scripture that the demons can use against you, Jesus broke its power on the cross. Not only that, but wait, there's more. <laughs> In Isaiah 53, it tells us he took away our iniquities. He paid the price for our healing. Every aspect of the fall of man, griefs, sorrows, iniquity, sin, cursings, in every possible way that man could be afflicted, Jesus paid the price to be set, for us to be set free. So there is no freedom from demonic power except by trusting and accessing what Jesus has done. So Matthew 28, Jesus said, All authority in heaven and on earth is given to me. He actually earned it. By yielding his life to the will of the Father, he gained access to authority. So now we have to understand this. Demons operate where they have authority to operate. 
In order to deal with the demons, you must remove their authority to operate. And you must exercise a greater authority over them. So that means when we're ministering to people, we need to first bring them into a truth encounter. Leading them to the cross. Leading them to reveal or to bring to the light the hidden works of darkness. So that the weapons the devil uses against them can be cancelled. And they can now be positioned to be set free and delivered. There is no deliverance without the cross. There is no lasting freedom without the cross. This is the power of the cross. To set men free. The gospel is the power of God to salvation to every man that will believe. So you'll see that our role as a minister is twofold. It's to bring people to revelation of truth and help them position themselves so we can minister the power of God to them. If a person won't repent, the demon has a right to be there. If the person won't forgive, the demon has a legal right to be there. It's written in the Word of God. When you stand praying, forgive. And if you won't forgive, neither will your father forgive you. So in working in the realm of deliverance, you need to know, one, I have authority to act. Two, I am representing Jesus Christ. That means I'm speaking and acting on his behalf. So I am to speak as he would speak. With the same attitude of love and firmness of truth, I must represent him and not take sides with people in their sin. So deliverance is quite confrontational. Then confront the demons. With Jesus Christ. Now, the reason that much deliverance is ineffective is because people do not deal with the legal and root issues of sin. And so there may be a manifestation and maybe a temporary freedom. But the demons say, I'll be back. And if the person now is not filled with the Spirit and walking with God, they just come straight back into their life. Many people look to deliverance as like it's the answer to my problem. My problem is the devil. My answer is deliverance. I'm sorry, that's not true. The problem is what is going on in your heart. 
你放在一个人的权柄之下。你要顺服于神。你要顺服于神。你要顺服于神。你要顺服于神。你要顺服于神。你要顺服于神。你要顺服于神。你要顺服于神。你要顺服于神。你要顺服于神。你要顺服于神